everybody, welcome back to The Wealth of Health, a podcast focused on the appreciation of our bodies and what they do well. My name is Taylor Beasley, and to my returning listeners, welcome back. Thanks so much for tuning back in. To my new ones, hey, how you doing? Glad to have you. Um, A couple of mentions before we dive into today's topic. First of all, this week was super exciting. The Wealth of Health Instagram hit 100 followers, and that was something that is a milestone for me, I would say. Um, That's more people than I could think of in my head as knowing. And so that's fantastic. I love getting to interact with people I don't know that are in the health and wellness space, people I do know that are interested in it and excited about becoming a part of it. So that was super exciting. So thank you to everybody who is currently following me on that page. And if you are not, um, go to Instagram right now. I dare you. It's at the underscore wealth of health. You can find... Um, every Tuesday I do a Tuesday tip about health and wellness, whether it's mental health, physical health, um, there are fitness and movement goals set on there talking about feeding our bodies to set us up for success and announcing podcast features that I'm either featured on or I am featuring others on this podcast. So go check that out. I'd really appreciate it. And you can stay updated on what's going on. Um, And kind of segueing into today's topic, I actually used the Instagram to come up with today's topic um, about a week ago. People voted on whether or not they wanted to hear about this topic or something else, and this one. So without further ado, uh, today we're going to be talking a little bit about coping with the unknowns of the world right now and how to manufacture a life where you feel like you're in control while still avoiding obsession with controlling those small things that you have control of right now. Um, and so when I was starting to think about how to address this, I, I realized the majority of stress and anxiety and fear and anger that we're feeling right now is COVID related. That's unavoidable. COVID has been a source of stress for over six months now, and it takes about 60 days, which is two months for a behavior to become automatic. So at this point, I could pretty strongly say and confidently say that the stress that we're all feeling, the anxiety we're feeling is an automatic feeling. Um, Not to say that we're not experiencing day-to-day things that exacerbate those feelings, um, but the longevity of how much of, the longevity of the feelings has made it very, a lot harder for us to avoid them. And so at this point, breaking those habits and breaking those behaviors is going to be harder than it was in the beginning of this whole COVID journey, months one and two, maybe even three. And so learning how we can start to address the symptoms of those feelings early and then manufacture new habits to hopefully create a space where we feel less of the symptoms of our world situation um, is going to help us get through probably the next six months to a year. So diving into how we're going to do it, how are we going to cope with the reality that we're experiencing right now? Um, I would say there are about two subsections to this. There is um, the primary responses to our world that we're living right now, and then a secondary response. And for each of these, there are like, like three, I think, 
major topics that I want to talk about with each of these. But the first one, the first primary response that we can have is identifying the symptoms of the world we're living in right now. Um, a lot of the times you like we all know the feeling of stress. You get like that tightness in your chest. You get a little bit anxious and you feel like you have to be doing something all the time. And so when I feel that taking a moment to acknowledge that it's there um, people are always like acknowledgement is the first step to like moving on or whatever but it's true like you have to acknowledge that it's there not immediately get frustrated that you're stressed or angry that you're stressed but acknowledge that the stress is there and that's okay um, but then um, tie in and act on the list of anti-stressors that you have in your own mind and that might not be something that you've developed yet um, but for me I have a list of things always in my back pocket that I can go to if I'm feeling that stress or anxiety and I've acknowledged that the feeling is there so whether it's exercise whether it is listening to music um, lighting a candle to sometimes just taking a shower can help you feel refreshed and like it's a new start going for a walk calling a friend or a family member something that can help ground you having a conversation whatever it is um but have those ideas ready because a lot of the times when you are in a stressful situation you can't slow your brain down enough to think clearly on how to escape the feeling so try and like in the next couple of days or so like sit down and think okay what helps me feel less stress and how accessible are those things so that whenever I do feel that stress I can immediately pull one out and hopefully help me out of this of this situation um so that's the first like primary response and then the secondary um responses that you can help that can help you get out of that stressful situation and then moving to another Another aspect of this whole coping, um, finding things in your life that you can control. And this, this one is the one that I wanted to spend the most time on, but at the same time, there are a lot of nuances to it. So forgive me if I pause and stutter, um, but I want to make sure I'm not crossing any lines or sending the wrong message. So words mean a lot. Um, there are a lot of things in our own lives that we do have control over. And the hard part is controlling those things with while avoiding obsession. Um, there's a line, and I think if you have if you maintain a significant amount of control over your lifestyle, your day to day, your friends and family, um, your career, your social life, that's all healthy. But the second you cross over into obsession is when that can actually feed the fire create more stress um, and then you're actually creating more uncertainty because you're trying to manufacture this world that you ne you can't necessarily control all of um, and that's when the obsession can be counterproductive and so um, one way that I would try and control little things to avoid obsession is by, again, picking small things that you have control over, not taking on too much because you can't necessarily control other people. You can't necessarily control the actions of a society. You can't necessarily control um, 
how certain people think, how certain people interact with the world. Um, but you do have control over yourself. So little things about yourself that you can pick and choose every day to say, I chose to do that. That was bettering myself. That was helping the people around me. And I'm creating a space around me that makes me feel safe, that makes me feel comfortable. Um, and that makes me feel like I'm, I'm still in control of my life. If you take on too much, that's when you feel out of control. And that's when you can start to obsess over the small things again. So focusing on the... I remember in like middle school when I was learning about writing and they would say like pick a a topic and there's the watermelon topic and then there's the watermelon seed topic and you want to pick the seed topic otherwise you're not going to be able to finish and that always stuck with me and it's very similar in choosing things in your life that you can control if you pick global warming for instance or I don't want to say that because like we're all we're all doing our part. But like if you say I'm going to single-handedly on my own reverse global warming. That's a lot to take on. That is ultimately going to cause you more stress than feeling as though you're positively impacting the problem. Um but say I'm going to do my part and I am going to drive a car that reduces emissions, I'm going to compost, I'm going to recycle, and I'm going to bike as much as I can. Those are all things you can control to benefit the larger goal. And so the same thing goes here. It's like you can't necessarily control all gyms opening again so you can finally exercise, but you can say, hey, I'm going to do yoga every day, or I am going to go for a walk every day, or I'm going to make sure my relationships stay strong by making one phone call every day. Um, and then you, you slowly start to develop these habits again, about two months is the period of time where things become normal, like regular and automatic. And if you can start to enforce those habits to create a life that you feel like you've manufactured and you're in control of without necessarily taking on too much, um, the uncertainty of everything else in your life can start to fade away a little bit. Um, So again, bottom line, don't take on the world. Take on the small things that are going to make your life, I don't want to say simpler, but simpler. Because I feel like this generation does tend to take on more than what they can sometimes. Um, And it's okay to not have a, a schedule full of of everything. Pick a couple things, focus on those things, make those changes and and own those changes and be proud of the changes that you've made. So again, recap. We have identifying the symptoms of the stress, the anger, the fear, and having that back pocket full of anti-stressors. We have the things in your life that you can control, those watermelon seeds rather than the watermelon, and then making a habit of those things so that your days feel more structured and in your control without obsessing over the big things that you you can't necessarily control on your own. Um, And then lastly, um, manifesting and creating the space around you that is safe and healthy. And this has a lot to do with where you spend your time. 
I know that right now with social distancing, with quarantining, with um, colleges, not necessarily inviting people back in dorms, we don't necessarily know yet. Um, all of this stuff that has to do with the location of where you're inhabiting is really up in the air. And your space has a lot to do with how you feel. If your windows are always closed, your lights are always off, um, and you only spend time in this one area surrounded by people that you don't necessarily have a beautiful relationship with, that's gonna affect you negatively. Now, that being said, not everybody has control over the people that they are with, and so I, that kind of ties back into picking the things that you can control um, and making those changes to best utilize the situation that you're in for not only your mental health, but um, dealing with dealing with what the world is dealing with right now with COVID. So um, for me personally, that was finding another friend who is in the area and because neither of us are going back to campus in the fall due to COVID, getting a small place on our own and moving away from the homes that we grew up in, in high school and continuing to be independent, continuing to grow and learn and challenge ourselves, but also stay safe, um, allowing ourselves an opportunity to create a space that matches where we are mentally um, and continuing to grow. And if you're still going back to a, a college dorm, create a space that makes you feel safe. You know, maybe that means you have rules about who can come in and out due to COVID. Maybe that means nobody goes in. Um, if you're staying at home, I know when I was really sick and I had to come home after moving into college, I moved my bed around to the other side of my of my room. I repainted the walls and I made the room feel different because that way I didn't feel like I was backtracking in life. I was still moving forward. Um, my space around me was growing as I was growing and we were matching each other. Um, and so continue to match your surroundings with you where you are mentally and make sure that you're not interacting in a, in the, with the world in a way that is opposite of how you feel. Um, because most of the time that is going to cause more stress, more anger, more frustration. Um, that does not necessarily mean that you can go out and like, I know I couldn't go out and like buy a house and live on my own and manifest my beautiful, perfect world, of course, but the small things you have control of, um, take initiative and create a space that you're proud of, create relationships you're proud of, um, surround yourself with people that support you and love you. And that, that leads me into my last little tidbit that I came up with last night. I was thinking about it. I was, I was scrolling through social media as one does and I'm seeing people that I know actively um, not disregarding social distancing protocols, actively acting in a way that 
seems as though from the observer to be selfish, to be uh, frivolous with the world's situation right now. And as somebody who is high risk, it's extremely disheartening. It's scary. It's frustrating. And I was sitting next to my dad and I'm like, I need to social media distance from these people. I need to only see what I agree with, what I align with, what makes me think positively, what makes me feel confident, what gives me power, what empowers me, what makes me feel as though I'm I'm surrounded by people who care about me and I care about them. And those were not people that I felt like I was gaining anything from. So I distanced myself. I no longer will look at those feeds. And I encourage not only doing that in person, but if you're on social media and you're seeing people act in a way that you disagree with, respectfully distance yourself. Because most of the time when you're viewing something over and over again that continues to bring you down, I, why am I saying most of the time? All of the time. If you're constantly seeing something that's going to bring you down, you're hurting yourself. You're doing yourself a disfavor. Um, and so it's, it's as simple as, as an unfollow. It's, it shouldn't be viewed as rude or mean or it, you shouldn't be afraid someone's going to message you and be like, why did you unfollow me? Like, do what's best for you. I say this all the time. It's like, be selfish for yourself. Like selfish has, the word selfish has a bad rep. Um, you, oh, you, you can't put others first if you haven't put yourself first to get there. And so make these changes for yourself. Don't look at feeds that bring you down. Um, create a space around you that you feel protected and safe and healthy and vulnerable and positive. Find little things, those little watermelon seeds in your life that make you feel like you're in control whether it's your exercise or maybe you decide to set a goal to like like feed your body well and nourish yourself in a way that you're proud of or um feeding a new relationship that you've just started and you don't talk much or talking to an old friend from from school who or your like five years ago friend who you haven't talked to since camp or whatever like taking time to set new small daily goals that you can check off your list sometimes it's just making your bed like get up make your bed you've already done something with your day little stuff like that um and then be able to acknowledge your stress your fear and your anger and have your have your list of things that help it doesn't mean it'll immediately go away obviously but it's a step in the right direction and these habits are slow to form and slow to break, but they will. And in for the time being, be patient with yourself, be patient with the world, and it's it's a process. That's 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 it. Um, this was something I was really excited to talk about because I don't think the unknown that we're experiencing right now is going anywhere. And I talked about this a little bit in one of my previous episodes about how to create a normal in this in this time. Because, um, again, I don't think this is necessarily 
just a a blip. I think this is the thick of it and it will slowly get better. So create a life that you can be as proud of as possible right now. Enjoy the process. Um, appreciate the process and don't be afraid for it to be hard because I think it's hard for everybody. So the ups and downs are going to happen and just be prepared for the ups and downs so that you can you can combat it with good. So that being said, I appreciate everybody who voted on the Instagram poll for this topic. I think it was really relevant. Um, I'll probably be posting this in the next day or so. So expect that announcement or I guess you would have already seen it on the Instagram if you're hearing this. But if you aren't following the Instagram, it's at the underscore wealth of health. So give that a follow, interact, DM me if you have questions about any past episodes, any topics that you think would be interesting for me to cover, um, or just want to say hey, or if you're interested in being on the podcast and you feel as though you have something to contribute, I would love to have some great conversations. So reach out to me and I will be talking with you all shortly. Hope everybody stays safe and healthy and happy and do something for yourself today. Have a good one, you guys.